Welcome to the Gibraltar Heritage Trust podcast series. I'm Maris Mascareñas, and this time we meet some of the members of the Friends of Gibraltar Heritage Society in the UK. They were here on a recent visit with 46 members after a break of two years because of the COVID pandemic. They renewed their links between Gibraltar and the Gibraltar Heritage Trust, and the group visited the Trust premises, meeting with the chairman, Dr. Keith Farrell, and chief executive, Claire Montado. During the visit, Vice Chairman of FOGS, Albert Bocchio, pledged the Society's continued support for the Gibraltar Heritage Trust and Heritage Projects on the Rock. The Friends were also present at the opening of the Witham Cemetery Restoration Project, which they had contributed funds towards over the years. After two long years, a visit from the Friends saw a packed programme of events over four days, visiting Gibraltar's university, the naval base and the convent. I caught up with some of the members of the Friends and spoke to Albert Pojo, who explained that regular visits to the Rock was one of the main objectives of the society. One needs to understand the formation of our membership. Most of our members are elderly. They are people who have served uh, in Gibraltar through the armed forces or through the Ministry of Defence and uh, their love for Gibraltar continues. We collect money from them as membership and other events that we hold in the UK and we spend money in supporting the Heritage Trust on some of the major projects that are going on in Gibraltar. Lord Airy has been Lord, one of them Lord and Airy, and Witham is an important one. So it is important that those members that can make the trip can see how we're spending their money. I think this is hugely important. And to see how the Gibraltar Heritage is being maintained. Part of our um, objective to tell people and to show people how important the heritage of Gibraltar is. Vice Chairman Albert Bocchio. Peter Hucker, who was the organiser of the trip, is the treasurer and trustee of the Friends and explains further about the visits and their importance. Probably to keep people in the UK who have a, an abiding interest in Gibraltar up to date with what the changes in Gibraltar are, the way that Gibraltar is developing, but also to see how the GHC, for instance, the Gibraltar Heritage Trust, and in this, this, this occasion the university and the museum, are um, focusing on um, cultural and uh, heritage issues, things which are of great importance to us in the UK. All the members of the Friends I spoke to each had their own personal story of why they had joined the society. My family were with me at the time. My, my daughter used to work for the GHA. Uh, my grandson went to uh, Notre Dame and, and St Anne's before we left, and I retired from the MOD. I wanted to retain my links with Gibraltar, and, and as a result, the Friends was the, uh, the best way out from the UK end to do that. So I'm now able to visit on a fairly regular basis with lots of things to do. Peter Hucker, who lived in Gibraltar for five years. Now, Trisha Johnson and her husband have been members of the Friends for some 15 years. My husband was stationed here in 1976 to 79, and we lived at Four Corners when the border was closed. And we had such an amazing time here and enjoyed it so much that when we were invited to become members of the Friends of um, Gibraltar Heritage, we thought, yes, please, and we've been coming annually or virtually ever since. We do also own a boat and it's kept in Queensway Quay so we have our own accommodation. Why is it important for you to keep that link with, with Gibraltar? I think it goes back even further in fact because my father was stationed here during the war and was involved in Operation Torch and 
he had many tales to tell about that, as well as living in the uh, the um, packing cases that the Spitfires were taken out of because he helped to um, um, build the Spitfires as they arrived over here. Um, and he then went to North Africa to um, Algiers um, and spent the rest of his war years in the services there. So it's a strong connection because he enjoyed it and used to talk about Gibraltar. Jennifer Sher, meanwhile, lived in Gibraltar until the age of seven. My surname is my father's surname, David Sher, and he was Defence Security Officer here at the time of the Queen's visit. Of course, I didn't, when I was only six, I didn't really appreciate what was going on. But um, since then, I've begun to realise that he was actually quite a significant figure. He was here in World War II as well and the Defence Security Office was then in 10 Governors Lane which we then lived in as a family in the early 50s and I must say it's a bit sad to see 10 Governors Lane is in need of some tender loving care. Yes. <laughs> Each time I come back to Jib it's, it's great and um, my mother's family had connections here from the 1880s onwards. My great-grandfather was port surveyor, he was a master mariner. My grandfather was born in a coal hulk on the bay. And then at school here he learnt to play football. And then he went on, this is nothing to do with Gibraltar, but he is a Gibraltarian, or was. He went on to found the Jerez de la Frontera football team in 1911. He's remembered with affection in Jerez. Why I'm here partly is because I'm on the board of the Friends of Gibraltar Heritage Society now and I'm editing Rock Talk which is the annual magazine so I'm always looking out for people's memories, histories and so on. The people that have come on this trip, yes, you, it's quite a large group this yes. uh, time around. Yes. What do you think they take from it? What do they take from, from, from these four very packed days in Gibraltar? Yes, well I think they've all got very strong memories of happy times here. So all sorts of life happenings may have been part of, their, part of their experience here, working here either in the services or other ways. Um, some have family connections as well, I think, and I think people come away, well, especially those of us going back to the UK, we feel sort of reinvigorated to see Gibraltar thriving in spite of everything in the last couple of years, and it's, it's such an unusual place. It's really unique, isn't it? I mean, I don't need to tell you that, but uh, when I tell people that I'm going to Gibraltar for holidays, they say, oh, you know, why are you going to Gibraltar? <laughs> there are lots of fantastic holiday spots around the world. Why are you going to Gibraltar? And I, I said, well, it's just, it's part of, it's part of me. And I think everyone shares a bit of that, you know, they come back to revive memories and to see how well Gibraltar is still doing. In my career, many times I came in to Gibraltar in ships in the Royal Navy and I, in 98 to 2001, was the Chief Staff Officer of Support Captain Royal Navy in the Tower and we lived in Rock Cottage and it was a memorable part of our life really. Denise loves it here, loves the people, whatever. I thoroughly enjoyed the job and whatever. So we 
had an affection which grew more, but I'd been here during the Falklands and earlier doing trials. So I sort of knew Gibraltar as a visitor, but when we lived here, then I began to love the place and love the people. I then, after I left the Navy, took up employment with a defence company, and we were out here one day, and the turquoise is, then he said, I'd live to live in Queensway Quay. And I said, well, the flats are quite expensive. And she said, if we had a boat in Queensway Quay, would I have a Queensway Quay address? And interesting enough, the boat we were sitting on was for sale, and we bought uh, Aquila 10 years ago now. So we've had the yacht in Queensway Quay now for the last 10 years. Used to take her out quite a lot, sailing and motoring. Now as we get older, less sailing, but we had six of the family out last week and we went down Saw Marina Bay, they swam off Western Beach and it rekindled all the love and interest that we've had through not being able to come out during the coronavirus uh, uh, epidemic. So uh, we see, Denise sees this as a second home. She walks down Main Street and she sees more people she knows than if she was walking down the uh, centre of Salisbury High Street. So we love the place, really. Denise is your wife, of Yes, course. of course, yes. yes. So it is important for you to retain those links, which yes. is probably why you are a member of the Friends. Yes, uh, around about 2005, uh, I became aware of the Friends. Uh, we joined in about 2006, um, and then in about 2012, I became the membership secretary and have been doing that job now for the last 10 years. And one of the highlights is, it, is this visit when we get to see places that we wouldn't always see as individuals. And importantly, we feel that we're giving something back to Gibraltar in the form of, we spend around about six to seven thousand pounds a year. Um, I mentioned about Lord Airy's battery, um, Witham Cemetery, we've allocated £20,000 to its upkeep. And I, so I think in doing that, I feel as if I'm making a, a useful contribution rather than just being a visitor. So being a member of the Friends engages me with people like Claire, yourselves and whatever with Keith. Talk about future projects. I love the heritage of Gibraltar and I think it needs preserving. And when we put our stamp on something, I like to think it makes a bit of a difference. You know. Commodore now retired Richard Lord. And now another Commodore retired, Jamie Miller, who spent nine years on the rock as a child when his father was posted here. But in his own career, with more than 40 years in the Royal Navy, he also had plenty of opportunities to visit Gibraltar. He took this task group commander for the Gulf War in 2003. Uh, bought a picture of Sark Royal here, aircraft carrier in 2002. And then... Uh, 2003 and bought uh, five shoes and went off to the Iraq War. I've been a friend of his daughter for ages. Well, it's my childhood home. I, I, you know, I love it. When I get off the plane, I get some chips in my house, etc. Gibraltar's been a lot to me and uh, I love Gibraltar and its people. Now, Len Goz is a recent member of the Society, although he has been there for a number of years. Trustee and director for marketing and engagement, his father was in the RAF in the 1950s and met his mother in La Linea. Born locally, Len and the family would move back to the UK on the closure of the border. 
his marketing background on joining the Friends meant that he felt he could contribute to the society in a big way. Uh, so what we do in the UK primarily is obviously we have our own membership um, and we do have a social kind of purpose. But mainly it's to generate funds and resources to help the Gibraltar Heritage Trust with heritage-related projects here. So generally it's to support fund heritage-related projects through the Gibraltar Heritage Trust, but also to disseminate the message of Gibraltar and its rich heritage to the UK. So we have a kind of uh, fundraising, project-supporting role, but also an education or an educating uh, role and purpose in the UK. This is your first trip as as a member of Friends. Yes. So what do you want to take from this trip? I think it's twofold. I mean, obviously it's for me now to look at Gibraltar, not just from the eyes of a young teenage boy that lived here and has got a lot, lot of fond memories of living here and the memories of Gibraltar as it was then, which is a garrison town, and bring it up today, it was just transformed fantastically over the last 40, 50 years. But also because we've, we work quite closely with the Heritage Trust and more closely over the last couple of years than we have done in the past, it's also to cement and strengthen the relationships between the Gibraltar Heritage Trust and the Friends of Gibraltar UK-based and also to explore what else. Um, and because I sort of come from that marketing and engagement background, I'm kind of thinking, well, OK, then what can we do beyond just funneling some funds to the Gibraltar Heritage Trust? Can we now bring resources? Can we help the volunteering uh, effort in Gibraltar, which is something that I'm quite keen on? And as a result of that, we had our first social joint social coffee where we had Gibraltar Heritage trustees and members coming to a coffee evening and meeting Gibraltarian-based Friends of Gibraltar members. So it's to strengthen and close that close that relationship, but also more importantly, for particularly for me, is just to look at all in more. How can we help more? What what more we can do? Because, um, as we all know, funds are limited. Gibraltar Heritage Trust is limited in what in what it can do. But one of the bottlenecks is volunteers as well. Because sometimes, I mean, when I first met with Claire. Last year, she sort of said, well, even if we had money, we would still struggle to deliver because we don't have the volunteer base. So that's something that we also experience in the UK, um, but that's something that I want to uh, address because all charities, all societies like ours are based on a volunteering effort. And without volunteers, we struggle to really do things um, because no government will fund the going rate to employ people. So um, it's to get close to Gibraltar and see Gibraltar really through the eyes of heritage as opposed to, oh, this is a fantastic place to live and I've got lovely memories. No, it's, it's more than that. So that's my own personal take. From the friends, strengthen relationships, look for more opportunities uh, and how we can help and grow from there. The Gibraltar Heritage Trust office at the Main Guard was the first stop for the Friends of Gibraltar Society during their latest visit to Gibraltar. And from what we've heard from the members of the society, our links with the friends can only but grow into the future. This podcast series is presented and produced by me, Alice Mascareñas, as a trustee, together with Chief Executive Claire Montado for the Gibraltar Heritage Trust. 
Original music is by Guy Vararino. The Gibraltar Heritage Trust offices can be found at the Main Guard at 13 John McIntosh Square. Opening hours Monday to Friday, 9.15 to 5.00 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1.00 p.m. You can contact the Trust on 200-42844 or check out the website gibraltarheritagetrust.org.gi Until the next time, keep a watchful eye on heritage.